0: Studying for anatomy can be a pain in the sacrum, but not if you know these simple yet effective tips that we're gonna talk about today. These are exactly the strategies that I use to ace my anatomy exams and practicals so much that they actually invited me come back to be an anatomy tutor. So we're gonna break those down step by step. At the very end, I'm also gonna go over my very simple framework exactly how to learn anatomy, even if it's not your strong suit, and then how to master it, so that you're crushing it on all of your exams. So number one is to master your hit list for each lecture and lab using a two-phase technique. Now, unless your course already gives you a hit list, list for each lab or each lecture to consider making one of your own as you're reviewing what content and dissections you'll be doing and what structures you'll be expected to find. My simple method is just converting all of this into a word doc so that way I can easily just print it or have on some kind of digital device but if you're in a dissection lab just try to consider printing it and just throwing it away. Now my easy two-phase method to master all of your hit lists particularly for something like a practical is to go to that hit list at the end of each of your labs. So if I had a dissection on Monday I would find those structures with my lab mates and then I would make sure that everything on that hit list I had found with my teammates. And if I didn't, then I would make sure if a TA or an instructor could point those out, or just simply asking one of my peers. So phase one is to simply find the structure on the hit list, but phase two is to consider using both other planes and other cadavers. Often the issues with things like practicals is that most students get tripped up when a body part may look different than they had done in their dissections, or maybe somebody had a cleaner dissection than you did, something you thought was a nerve didn't look the same on a different body. So phase two is to consider after you find everything on a hit list, either at the end of lab or when you come back later when you're studying for your quizzes or exams for your practicals, is to consider just moving the body in different orientations. Maybe you're looking at nerves and vessels in the arm, consider moving them this way. Some of the most common examples is when you're looking at the artery of the neck of the carotid consider moving the head in different structures in different directions to see if you can still appreciate the relationships between some of the arteries and vessels and how they work together. And the second part about phase two is once you feel like you found all the structures in your hit list and have been able to appreciate them in different planes now go to a different cadaver and repeat the process. If I felt like I could find every structure in whatever plane I threw it at and do it on two different cadavers that way I could appreciate you know anatomical variations as well as just dissection variations I felt very good And going into the practical, and I was really rarely ever stumped up. I think one of my practicals was lowest grade, it was like a 92%, that's simply because I used this two-phase method. So give it a shot on your next practical, let me know in the comments how it goes for you. And as a pro tip, if you feel like you're a master BSer like myself, where you just convince yourself you know something, but then find out in practical you really didn't, have a peer that you do this with. Have a hit list that you guys agree on that this is the complete list, and then quiz each other. Move things in different structures. You can essentially nail both phase one and phase two of practical anatomy learning using a peer who says actually i don't think that that's the structure i think you're wrong and you can make sure you guys fill in that gap tip number two is to group structures and functions together now there's so much anatomy to learn and memorize and then somebody's expecting you to like somehow learn the function of things like what are you a future healthcare professional but all jokes aside as hard as it is to identify and memorize all of the structures in the body Now, trying to throw in function seems like a little complicated. In a second, I'll talk about a very simple way you can do to actually identify and memorize structures. But honestly, one of my favorite ways of learning anatomy is that to make it very purposeful. If I learn something, for example, the radial artery or the radial nerve, then not only should I know where it is, what nerve roots it's coming from, but also asking second and third order questions such as, okay, what muscle does this nerve go to? Okay, it goes to the tricep. What does the tricep do? Does an extension. So if somebody had an injury at C6, or C8 which are nerve roots that are part of the radial nerve then what would that person not be able to do okay they won't be able to stretch out their arm as another pro tip, because I enjoyed going to the gym when I was in medical school a lot of times when I'd be lifting I would think about okay what nerves are responsible for this motion what muscles are responsible what arteries are going to those muscles as you start to identify your structures you'll start to pair items and groups together because then you'll be able to ask that last question that most students struggle with which is when this goes haywire something cracks something breaks something tears apart what happens or what doesn't happen. So again, grouping your structures and your functions together and then you can ultimately get to the malfunction, which is usually what a lot of our test questions get into, without feeling like you're having to do them in phases. Now tip number three is to use something called a penny strategy. Now a lot of times you may want to draw out a structure for anatomy which is perfect. For example, our brachial plexus is something that most students in the health professional fields, particularly in medical school, feel like they have to master it and it's so tough to do so because there's just so much going on but not only do you need to master the brachial plexus, particularly when you're setting for things like boards and your actual exams, your professors don't really care if you can memorize this big plexus. They actually care if one, can you memorize it, but two, can you again tell me the function and malfunctions if certain things were going haywire. This is where the penny strategy works perfectly. For example, what you could do is Activity number one could be, okay, let go ahead and draw out the brachial plexus on a whiteboard, a piece of paper. then you and a teammate or a group member can do this um, if you like to work in um, a group study environment. So I would draw this on a board and try to see, okay, where did I trip up? I would erase this and then try to do it again and make my corrections. That is a simple strategy that we call the brain dump here at the MB Journey. Um, There are more videos on how to do that um, if you guys are interested. But let's say I drew it all successfully. I felt really good. The next thing to do is once I have my beautiful picture, or if you feel already good about your drawings, you can essentially just print out a good version of it like this, and simply take a quarter or a penny, and just simply put it somewhere. So we'll just use my cursor in this example. And just say, okay, if I blocked off this last part here, what would happen? Okay, the axillary nerve, like, what does that do? Okay, um, I think it goes to the shoulder, so I won't be able to do any of my deltoid functions. Um, same thing, the ulnar. Okay, so now I won't be able to make certain movements, or I have some numbness if there's anything going on in my last four digits, or last fourth and fifth digit. You can essentially do this at any part of the brachial plexus. You can do this at any artery, um, any nerves um, sheath in throughout the entire body. But again, we go back to a similar two phase strategy. Number one is to be able to draw something out to where you feel comfortable that everything and its relations are correct. Once you get there, use a penny, use any type of object, and block things off And saying, what would go wrong here? This is a great way to say, not only do I understand the function, but also the malfunction. That's the second and third order questions that again, most students struggle with. You'll be able to nail all of them in one simple go. Now, before we get back to the episode and all the helpful tips, let's talk about today's sponsor, which is KenHub. Now, if you're new on your medical journey, one of the most exciting, but overwhelming classes to master is anatomy. Well, that's until KenHub jumped in and made the entire process so much easier. With their entire library of models and videos on every region of the body, you can essentially follow along with your anatomy course using Kenhub to identify the high-yield material. And even within a region, you can get very specific on what you're learning about lab the next day. So for example, if you're gonna learn about the heart, you can go ahead and check out these modules about the heart using Kenhub. And one of my favorite parts about Kenhub is that they complement every learning style. If you're somebody who enjoys reading, their modules obviously include very high-yield text. If you're somebody who enjoys videos, you can watch their very short but high-yield and concise videos. And if you're somebody like me, and this is probably my favorite part about KenHub, who likes to quiz and test themselves, particularly for a course like anatomy, that you can go through your module and then use their quiz function and essentially decide what level of quizzing you wanna do. So if you're about to go into your anatomy lab the next day, you can do something like a basic ID and identify different structures before you actually go into the dissection lab. And then as you get closer to your anatomy exam, then you can jump back to KenHub to do things such as their advanced ID, as well as their multiple choice questions and their bank that's already built in to practice doing second and third order questions now those by itself make ken Hub a great resource to master anatomy but in addition some of the cool perks that you get is you also get their resources on mastering courses like histology and radiology which are very rare to find in other resources so if you're on your medical journey and you want to master the course of anatomy definitely consider checking out KenHub. our friends at KenHub have also been nice enough to include a discount which will be included in the link down below so as always thanks for ken